Hey, this is Dante. And I'm Lola. And you are listening to the Smoke and Profit Podcast. Super special thanks to you for tuning in and listening to us. We appreciate it. We really do. So listen, Dante, you know, we were watching that show that a lot of people have been watching. You mean Squid Game? Yes. And I got a whole word. And when I say a whole word, I mean like some type of insight to help me with life. But I got a whole word from something that happened on that show. Really? Yeah. Okay, tell me about it. Okay, so if you haven't seen the show, please mute the mic. I'm sorry, mute mute your headphones or however you're listening. Mute it for about two minutes because I'm probably going to spoil something for you, okay? So in the show, the premise of the show is people are playing in this competition and they're using children's games. So in one of the episodes, they had to play a game of tug or war. Now, the really jacked up part about this game is that it's not just if you get out, you sit down and wait to play again. No, if you get out, you die. You die. (laughs) So it's horrible. But anyway, so in this episode where they had to play tug of war, the people that were playing made teams, teams of 10. I forgot how many people were playing, maybe like. A hundred. Yeah, a hundred people. And everybody got into groups of 10. And so some people were like, we need to get all the men to get the muscle strength, the physical strength, the bigger bodies. And the team that has all of the main characters of the show, their team was left with what appeared to be the underdogs. They had an old man on there. He was player one. <laughs> and they had two no three girls on there yeah three girls and then they have some men on there so when they saw that they had to go up on this high platform like hundreds i don't know if it was hundreds of feet in the air i would definitely say at least 100 feet in there okay so it was really really high up in the air think about circus type rope that type of stuff but higher so anyways when they saw that they had to get on a platform to play tug of war and that if they got pulled they were going to fall off that platform and die they were like we are about to lose so the team was in the elevator going up going to go against another team a team of all men if I'm not mistaken and this old man in that group he's so old he doesn't even remember his name y'all but he's old he was in the group and he encouraged him like get your spirits up like tug of war is not just about strength and someone else on their team was like pretty much shut up being dismissive with him like You need to save your energy. You shouldn't even be talking right now. How are you going to help us? So another person from the team was like, hey, wait, let's listen to the old man. That's actually what they call him, y'all, old man. Let's listen to the old man. And so the old man went on to say, tug of war is not just a game of strength. I played this all the time when I was a kid and I won. It didn't matter if the people on the opposing team, on the opposing side were bigger than us. We always won because we used strategy. And so he taught them some strategy. And in the end, the strategy that he taught them worked, but he said it was a matter of one strategy. Yes, you're using your strength too. So a strategy is strength, but then it's also teamwork. And it was so, so cool because they ended up winning. Now, this was the word that I got from that. We can't just be sitting up as people acting like our elders have nothing to say to us because they do. And sometimes when people reach a certain age, we dismiss them. Yeah, we'll take advice from 50, 60, 
maybe 70 years old, 70 year olds. But once they reach a certain age and they're talking to us about something that we feel like they have no experience in, sometimes we can be dismissive. And what that show showed me is we cannot be like that because they have more experience. They, as in older people, they have more experience than we do. And maybe their experience is not relative to what we're doing presently, but the experience that they have, we can transfer that knowledge. You know what I'm saying? And use it and grow from it. And then the other end of that that I got is for older people that want to be young and want to be hip, to be honest with you, we don't need you to do that, okay? A teenager doesn't need me to pretend to be a teenager. They need me to be an adult so I can show them what I know and help them skip some steps, kind of like what we do for the smoking profit. But how does that relate to today's topic? That is a good question, Lola. How does it relate? It relates because today we're going to be talking about spiritual seasons. And spiritual seasons are patterns. And that old guy used a pattern from his childhood that he noticed and gave it to his team and that helped him. So it's so cool that we're going to be talking about this. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited about it too. So let's hone in on something here. Let's hone in on the word strategy. If you took nothing else from that example I gave you, let's pull the word strategy. Today, Dante and I are going to give you some strategy to help you get through your life and to navigate the places that you're in, no matter what they are. And something that we like to call spiritual seasons. Your life is full of spiritual seasons. At any point in your life, you can bet you're living smack dab in the middle of a spiritual season, or quite possibly that you're living in more than one spiritual season at once. What's a spiritual season? Keep listening. I'm about to tell you. A spiritual season is a period of time marked by distinct patterns, themes, and signs that can reveal two main things, what you should be doing and what is to come. But that's not it. There's so much more to learn. And in this episode, we're excited to tell you about spiritual seasons. So listen up and get ready to learn about using spiritual seasons to peek into the future, key identifiers for each spiritual season, discerning personal patterns in your spiritual seasons, then finally, aligning yourself in your spiritual seasons properly. By the time you finish listening to this episode, you should be able to discern your spiritual seasons better so you flow with what's happening and not move against it. In other words, this episode can help you align yourself with divine order and divine timing. Are y'all ready for this strategy? Let's go ahead and do it. As Dante already mentioned, spiritual seasons are patterns and patterns repeat themselves over and over and over again throughout life from sunrise to sunset, from beginning to end, from start to finish. This is why the old man in Squid Game was able to give his teammates a strategy that could help them win, even though he hadn't been in this situation specifically with them before. You know, he had experienced it before and he recognized the pattern. His pattern, the pattern that he recognized, caused him to figure out a strategy that caused him to win, right? Yeah. And it caused him to consistently win. So here's the cool thing about patterns. If you can see a pattern, you can predict it. Like if we could go into what happened when they were playing tug of war, the old man was like, for the first 10 seconds, 
team, everybody get on one page. You lean all the way back, lean back, right? He was like, you lean all the way back. You look up at the sky or almost to where the other person's private area is in your face because you're leaning back so far and you hold it for 10 seconds. And then after 10 seconds, you let up. You let up and that's going to cause something to happen. And then you pull and the thing that it caused to happen, it caused the opposing team to be unprepared for that. And it caused them to let their guard down long enough to be slipping enough to pull them. So these patterns are so, so cool. Once you see a pattern, you can predict a pattern and you can know what happens next and it can help you win. Now, before you freak out about me saying you can predict the future, let me explain. What I'm saying is not uncommon. It's not weird. It's not even supernatural. Every leader, every expert, every pundit, every authority uses patterns. They use them to get a handle on what may happen next, to outwit their competition, to help their clients or the public. I was listening to a vlog a few weeks ago and the owner of this company works with several different people and also companies. They do business to business and they also help solo entrepreneurs and people that are in e-commerce. But what sets this company apart, what helps to boost their competitive edge is the fact that they work with different people. Because they work with different people, they can see patterns. Okay? That's good. And the patterns that they see, they use it to help other clients. It's so, so cool. So anyways, let's go back to this. So everybody is using these patterns. Teachers use them to teach students, scholars, and future leaders. Every industry uses patterns. Financial sectors use them. The stock market, small businesses, big businesses, entertainment, media, every field uses patterns. Science, history, weather, technology. You know what they call it in most cases? What? One of the names for these patterns is historical data. They gather information around a specific theme, review the patterns so they can discern what may happen next. Then they plan the best course of action. I love that. I do the same thing with spiritual seasons in my life. And this is why I want to tell y'all about it so that you can do it too. Because the future becomes clearer when you can discern spiritual seasons. It's easier to unlock what you can see. It's easier to prepare for what you can predict. It's easier to plan what you've already picked apart. It's easier to win in every season when you discern the seasonal pattern. Let's go back to the old man from Squid Game. He saw the pattern. You hear me? Yeah. He saw the pattern and he won. So part of us talking to you about spiritual seasons is just to help you become more aware so that you can start to open your eyes to look for them. Now, I didn't pay patterns much attention in my life until probably like maybe 10 years ago. I can't really remember. My spiritual leader introduced me to a book and the book was called the Seasons of God by Richard Blackaby. But this was the first time that I remember reading about patterns in life. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. So from that point, I started paying attention to the patterns in my life. And then from there, I started learning what I'm about to share with you. When did you first get introduced to spiritual seasons, Dante? To be honest, I got introduced to it recently. Lola brought up this conversation, brought up this topic, and it was completely new to me. 
what it made me realize after having these conversations with her, after starting to uh, learn and discern what spiritual seasons I'm in, is that I wish I knew this information before. I wish I had this idea or this knowledge of spiritual seasons so that way I could have made way better decisions in my past because I would have known where I was and I would have a strategy. I would see the patterns and build a strategy towards my next move. Yeah. And I think that's what I want our biggest takeaway to be for everyone, each one of you that are listening to this right now. What we're going to share with you is going to help you in the future. Once you start taking note and you start recognizing, wait a minute, there's a pattern here. It's just going to open your world up to so many things and it's just going to help you maximize the season that you're in even more. I love what Lola just said. Maximize the season that you're in. That's the goal of this. That's what we're going to help you guys do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So listen, let's go ahead and break down what spiritual seasons are in a deeper way. So remember we said that spiritual seasons are periods of time marked by distinct patterns, themes, and signs that can reveal two main things, what you should be doing and what is to come. Now I'm about to tell you what some of those patterns, themes, and signs are so that you can see them better. So you have more of an awareness of them as they're happening. That's the first step in you knowing what to do. Just an awareness of what (laughs) is around you or at least taking stock of it, right? Right. Even if you don't fully understand things. So spiritual seasons mimic nature. Spring, summer, fall, and winter. So where I live, I'm in the United States. I experience all four seasons. And I see it clearly, spring, summer, fall, winter. Some people are in places where they're seeing two seasons, you know, or some people are in places where they're seeing like three seasons, you know? Yeah. So people are seeing different things. But if you don't have an understanding of what these different seasons look like, don't get sidetracked. As we go through this topic and as we explain more, you'll understand and you'll get it, even if you're not living in a region where you experience this particular season, okay? Now, each season carries major themes, meaning the details of the season may vary, but overall, it's a clear pattern awaiting your discovery. Doesn't that sound exciting? That sounds really exciting. So let's start with spring. Spring is a time of beginnings, a season of fresh starts, new births, and newness on so many levels. In this season, start, launch, discover what you wanna do and develop your idea. Figure out your skills, bloom, and give life to something fresh. Think of spring as your freshman year. I'm gonna give you a little story. When I was in school, in high school, only thing I wanted to do was be an architect when I got out. So I made plans accordingly. I went into carpentry class in high school. When I got to community college, I said, I'm gonna be an architect. So I'm gonna learn architecture. And that's what I did. I went and got an associate's in architecture and I was so excited when I got to university. I said, I am going to be an architect. And then I got to university. I started to see so many options and so many things that were available. There were fresh ideas, there were new people. There were so many things that I did not know before I had gotten there. And as I started to look at architecture, I realized that it really wasn't where my passion was. There were opportunities that I viewed and got more excited about. So that's what I did. I decided to change from architecture, change from the thing that I had wanted because 
all of these new ideas were around me and I wanted to take advantage of it. So that's what spring is. Spring is a fresh start. Spring helped me discover what I wanted to do and it let me develop my idea. And I did. I was able to develop my idea and do what I wanted to do. I think that's really, really cool, which makes me think about like freshman year for me and having an advisor and having points of contact and frequent points of contact because when you're starting out and you're in that place of discovery, you do need help, but that's really, really cool, Dante. Here's something that's super important to remember about spring seasons. Don't be in a rush to lead when you should be following. In these types of seasons, you should be drawing strength from others because you don't know everything. So please don't try to do everything on your own. Take on the discovery process. Ask others for help. Well, let me fix that. <laughs> ask qualified people for help and ask lots of questions. Volunteer to gain experience. You're a newbie in a lot of things in this season. Get a mentor, get an advisor, listen to them, and turn to learn. These things are strength and skill builders. Don't shy away from them. These things can bring you clarity and the language needed to understanding your calling and your destiny better. They can help give you language to understand your life's purpose. They can help direct you on the right path. And you need it because frankly, details are limited in this season. Oh, somebody didn't like that. It's the truth. In spring seasons, there's so much opportunity in front of you. Details are blurry. Details Barely. are few because you have a lot of options. Let me explain it this way. Imagine yourself looking at your life's purpose through the bottom of an empty glass. Are you going to see things clearly? No. And that's what spring is like. You have vision. You can see something. You can see something great there. The potential, right? You can see the outline, some little blurry images, but you can't make out all that it is. And that's okay because clarity is going to come as you continue to move forward, which brings us to our next season. So next up is summer, aka my favorite season because I like it warm. I didn't know this was your favorite season. It is my favorite season. I do not like being cold. So I would rather be hot than cold. I will take summer all day, every day. The summer is so hot, depending on where you are. But just think about my favorite outfit is literally a t-shirt and basketball shorts. When is the best time to wear that? Summer. You're not wearing a t-shirt and basketball shorts anywhere around here unless you're in the house, going to the gym, outside doing some yard work, or playing basketball. Lola has a point, but still, it is the most comfortable clothing I have. You're so adorable. Come on, let's go. All right. So summer is a time of diligent work. It's time for brain and brawn, meaning you've got to put in work mentally, intellectually, emotionally, physically. In other words, this is not the season to slack or pull back because one thing is for sure, your consistent, continual efforts will pay off. In this season... Focus on growth and development. The clarity that you long for is coming and things are getting clear. The clearer your vision becomes, the better your focus must get. So focus, prioritize well. It'll save you from burning out and feeling overwhelmed. In this season, focusing should be more natural to you, solely because you have a better handle on what you wanna do. 
You recognize your gifts. You have more sense of direction and purpose. You know where you want to go and you know why you matter. You also know why what you do matters. So let that be your fuel to focus. Let that be your motivation to stretch yourself and grow. Make mistakes. Disclaimer. When I say make mistakes, I'm not telling you to make mistakes intentionally. I'm telling you to give yourself permission to try. Trial and error. Or as I like to say, all trial, no error. Because mistakes can help you. Let me explain. When you're accountable and take responsibility, your mistakes will make your vision clearer. Your mistakes will help you move forward. It's like scientists performing tests in labs. Ooh, that's a good imagery. I like that. Right. It's a trial. And yeah, some mistakes are happening, but it's helping them move forward. Yes. Summer is your season to mature. This is the time for you to invest in yourself. This is the time for you to invest in your future. It's the time for you to up your competitive edge, to sharpen your skills. This is your season to position yourself and lock down your lane. This is the season to start making big strides in your industry. This is the season for you to jump curves. This is the season to break away and get ahead of others. I think about track stars and how you'll see a race start and the runners seem to be running together. And then boom, you see people breaking out like, okay, I got to break out. So that's what you do in summer. You want to break out and get ahead of others. This is your season to niche down. And when you niche down, you go deep, not broad. So go deep this season. You'll have time to broaden your influence. You'll have time to scale and to grow and to expand into other lanes and industries and places another time. For now, you got to focus on securing your position. And you do that by going deep. You go do that by niching down. You do that by getting additional certifications at work or maybe diving into a single content topic on your blog or maybe immersing yourself into a smaller community or customer segment as a business owner. It's spending Fridays with your kids because you know that you have a certain amount of Fridays with them until they're 18 and they don't want to hang out with you like that no more. So true. <laughs> Perspective is coming in this season. Remember we talked about how spring things are blurry, details are blurry? Yeah. Well, now perspective is coming. And for some people, perspective will make them shrink, but not for you. You're not going to shrink. You're going to shift and you're going to embrace the stretching that this season calls for. And you're going to rise to the occasion because you realize that everything big starts small. It starts simple. It starts niche. Think of this as your sophomore or junior year. Yes, the work seems like it won't end, but realize whatever you do now is an investment in your future. Whatever you do, period, is an investment in your future. That was so good, Lola. So next up, let's talk about fall, which is Lola's favorite season, by the way. Yeah, I like fall. It's a really, really nice thing. And I'll explain that more when I talk about like, personal patterns that we see in seasons. Exactly. So fall is a time of rewards. You have worked hard. All of that energy that you put in, all that time, all of that focus, all of that money that you invested is coming back to you. Now, sometimes it comes back as money. Other times it comes back as influence and authority. Then sometimes it comes back as favor from other people. 
where people can give you access to things you knew you couldn't get on your own. They use their influence, their networks, their connections, their money, their resources to help you. Why? Because people have watched and witnessed the work you've done, sometimes with very little. In this season, excel. Celebrate yourself, but not too much. You still have to remain focused. Profit financially. Optimize whatever you're doing. Create systems. Simplify systems. Automate your work. Invest in what can make your work easier. Then lead others. Start eyeing someone or someones that you can pour your knowledge, experience, and expertise into. Remember, you're in this position now, but you were a newbie at one point. With that in mind, please don't forget to help others. And last but not least, here comes winter. Coldest time of the year. Winter makes me think about growing up and seeing Jack Frost outside. Do you know who Jack Frost is? I know who Jack Frost is. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Who is Jack Frost? Jack Frost is the frost that comes on the ground early in the... Okay, so Lola may have forgotten I'm from D.C. We have snow. I see Jack Frost and snow regularly. That's why I don't like winter. You saw Jack Frost on your windows. (laughs) Jack Frost everywhere. Jack Frost everywhere. (laughs) Probably on your hair as you were standing outside. On my little snow boots when I had to put them on and I walk outside and hit into some dewy grass. Well, Jack Frost was cute to me as a kid because we would look out and see Jack Frost and know that, okay, I got to dress up a little bit warmer today but anyways winter (laughs) i can't stop laughing okay winter is a time of endings and a time of rest so for some people this is not the most promising or optimistic season but like all bodies matter all seasons matter and all seasons have some value in it for you to pull from it okay so in winter you want to kick back a little bit more You want to rest so that you can reset. You want to go into a place of reflection and introspection so that you can be refreshed, so that you can weed out the things that you were doing that maybe worked but didn't work so well. And you can just start really, really filtering your energy where it needs to go. This is also a major time for you to impart. Impart what you are, impart what you've learned, and impart what you have to other people. So share what you know. Your top level experience can help others make their dreams a reality too. Like when Lola was talking about the Squid Game show that we were watching and how that old man was able to impart his knowledge to help make those people survive, to help make them be able to live and thrive because he had knowledge and experience that they didn't have yet. And he was able to help them with that tug of war game. So that's how you can impart your knowledge. Right. I have to say this too. Winter can be scary because it's full of endings, including some endings for some things that may be super meaningful to you. I understand this. And I'm saying it so that you can understand that you have to be very introspective because in your time of reflecting on what you've done, It's going to help you to find joy. It's going to help you to celebrate the things that you've accomplished. It's going to help to bring you clarity. It's going to help you track your triggers and maybe problem areas and trouble areas or trouble areas that other people could fall victim to. 
so that you can help them and do that imparting thing that we talked about. And it's going to help you to realize that in this season, especially, you have to embrace those mood lifters, right? Oh, I like that mood yeah. lifters. You have to do that because a lot is changing and change can be chaotic and scary. But trust this, the end of a matter is better than its beginning. And a new beginning is on the other side of where you are now. Who's to say that new beginning cannot be equally as rewarding and meaningful or even better? So shift your perspective on endings. You may have to say goodbye to something. You may have to say no to something you really enjoy. But when you do that, you're saying hello to something else. You're saying yes to something else. Dante, what do you think about what we talked about so far? I said this earlier. I didn't realize just how important spiritual seasons were. We started having our conversation and I really had to be reflective of myself like, wow, I realize there are certain aspects of my life that I'm in different spiritual seasons. And now that I can see it, I can start making better decisions, better plans, better strategies for what I'm going to do. So I think spiritual seasons are extremely important. And here's what stood out to me the most. Knowing which spiritual season you're in gives direction. And it can quell some of your fears and ease uncertainties so that you can make better decisions for the future. And I think that's the biggest thing what we're showing you and what we're helping you to become more aware of because you know this stuff but what we're helping you to become more aware of and what we're giving you language to is going to help you make better choices it's going to help you make better decisions that's why it's so so important for us as people to impart knowledge to other people and you know that's big for me that's part of my life's purpose it is yeah to inspire and equip people so that they can positively impact the world with their unique gifting skills and callings. So this is very near and dear to me, but it's frustrating because there are some people that just, they sit on what they have and they just refuse to give it up. I hated working with people like that, I have to say it. People that wouldn't tell you how they got the answer, they wouldn't tell you where the information came from, they just do it for you or give it to you. I don't want anybody to give me something. I want you to show me how to do it. I agree. <laughs> I'm one of those people. I like to see, show me how you did this yes. so that I can do it. And then what I'm going to do is go and teach it to somebody else. I remember this girl at work, she gave me a compliment in front of our leaders. And she had worked with me in the department that I was in at the time, but in another department too. And she's like consistently that I had been one of the people that not only helped her, but showed her the answer showed her how to get it on her own. And I'm like, yeah, that's how we get stronger. And that's what we should be doing. That's why me gaining an awareness of patterns in my life helped me because then I started looking for patterns. Mm -hmm. And then as I started looking for patterns, I started taking note of, okay, this is what I need to do. This is what I need to do. This is what, this is what I don't need to do. <laughs> I don't need to do that at all. Never again. <laughs> you know, that don't work. But it helped. And like, you're probably thinking, well, okay, Lola, Dante, give us some answers. We're going to tell you, I promise. Like at the end, we're going to give you some cues, some best practices. We're going to give you some things to do to help align yourself in these seasons more once you are more aware of where you are. We are going to do that. I promise you. So Dante, that was just, that was just some good stuff that you had to say there. And 
you said something else too. You said that what you're understanding helps you to quell some of your fears and ease uncertainty so that you can make better decisions in the future. I want to dig into that a little bit more. It makes sense. When you are afraid, when you are stressed out, what happens in your body is your body releases the stress hormone, cortisol. It goes into this fight or flight mode and it does that so that you can survive. It does that so that you'll fight. That's why it does that. But what also happens on the other side of that, it clouds your judgment. It makes your brain cloudy so that sometimes you may not make the best decisions. So on one hand, this thing can help save you. And then on the other hand, it can put you in a stupor. It can be detrimental to you. Why are you looking at me like that? Because I was just thinking Professor Lolo over here giving us an anatomy lesson right now too. Yeah, and then I just thought about this guy that I heard talk about the dumbest thing that he did because his stress levels were up in his body. He broke a window to his house when he had an extra key and didn't even think about it. And then like the next day he woke up and he wasn't stressed out about it anymore. He was like, that was so dumb. But anyways, that's what I was thinking about. And then you were looking at me and I was like, why is he looking at me like this? And it was throwing me off. So let's go back to, to this. Dante, what season do you think you're in right now? And we know that we can be in multiple seasons at once. Completely right. So I am in multiple seasons right now. But to give you an idea, multiple seasons apply in any aspect of your life. So these spiritual seasons can even apply to your job. So here's an example. Although I've worked for almost 20 years, I worked in sales. It was lucrative, but it was tiring. And I worked in banking. I worked in fraud, I worked in technology, and I worked in consulting. Currently, I'm in the spring season in my job. I know, that's crazy, right? I'm in the spring season, but I have almost 20 years of experience. Well, that's because I'm working in something new. I'm working in technology, and I'm excited about it. The reason I'm excited is because I get to learn, I get to struggle, and I get to find my way. I get to embrace the struggle. I'm going to embrace the pains of learning. I'm going to embrace the humility and not being number one, yet because I'm really competitive, so I plan on being number one. That you are. <laughs> this is exciting, though. This is something that you've got to do when you're in your spring season. Just remember, this is like freshman year of high school or college. Now that I think about it, our relationship is still kind of fresh, too. What? What are you talking about? Because we've been together for a while, but we haven't been together like 20 years. Okay, you're right. You know? You're right. Like, we haven't been together half of our life. We're still in a spring season. It's still new. It's still fresh. We're still in a place of discovery. Remember, that's one of the big, big signs of spring. A lot of newness, a lot of discovery. And every day is a discovery. I a lot of that. trial and all trial, no error. Yes. <laughs> there is plenty of all trial. So Dante, you said, I'm going to embrace the struggle. What is embracing the struggle? Embracing the struggle is realizing that I do not know everything. I will not know everything immediately. And I need to ask for help to get better. So sometimes we get frustrated when we have no idea what we're doing. We can feel inadequate, like maybe we made the wrong choice. But in those moments, I like to dive in. That is exactly what embracing the struggle is. It's the grind. It's what I learn and what I have left to learn. It's asking questions. It's being wrong making mistakes, all while striving for more. Oh, 
Okay. So I had another question, but you actually already answered it. I was going to ask you, how can our listeners embrace their struggles? But you answered it. You said, grind, learn, question, pretty much fell forward and strive for more. That's good stuff, Dante. I love that word, fail forward. Fail forward. So that's bringing me back to what I kind of threw out in the conversation earlier about personal patterns, patterns that we can identify in our spiritual seasons that are individual and unique to us. Mm -hmm. So there are certain patterns that I see in my life that you may not have in your life. For example, I start a lot of new things in the cooler seasons and fall and winter. I start a lot of new things like my blog, The Smoke and Profit, is started in December. The idea came like right as we went into fall, but then I didn't do it until like December. So that was one thing. But then the podcast was something also that I started in December. The first episode dropped on December the 30th of 2016, I believe. And then my entrepreneurial journey, that was a fall decision too, you know, fall, winter type decision. So I noticed that for me, my season of spring spiritually usually happens in the natural seasons of fall and winter. So you know what that made me think about? What? That we need to start celebrating more around this time because we already know that the juices are going to be flowing for you. Things are going to be happening. We need to make sure that we make events of this. And also, we need to celebrate an anniversary. What anniversary? For the podcast. Oh. Because I never thought about it until you told me that exact date. Now I know. You can plan it because I'm tired. I will plan it. <laughs> I'm so tired. You can plan it or we can find somebody else to do that for us. Cause I trust me, I don't have it in me, but okay. So I said that and shared that story so that you that are here listening, you'll understand that now that you have an awareness of these patterns, these spiritual seasons in your life, you're also going to have individual things, individual patterns that are unique to you. And you want to pay attention to that too. Like Dante just said, okay, we know that a lot of stuff pops off for you in fall and winter. We need to put you in a position to be able to birth these things, these ideas and start discovering new stuff so that you can do what we know works for you in these seasons. And I'm like, yeah. So let me introduce this concept to your calling, your life's purpose, your professional career is going to continually cycle through the spiritual seasons. So don't feel like that you're going to reach a pinnacle and that's it. And that you're just going to plateau and ride this thing of life on out all the way to the end. It's not going to happen like that. You're going to keep going through these cycles over and over again in these different areas. Like Dante did, for example, when it came to him and work, came to him in his job and his career. He's in different seasons right now. As far as a job, he's in a spring season, but in his career, he's in summer and he's going to keep cycling through over and over. Or for me, like with the Smoking Prophet, I started the Smoking Prophet on my own. Spring, right? Yeah. And I hit some high points. I hit some 
achievements where I knew, okay, my little waves are starting to turn into a tsunami. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, got to do something different. Where do I go next? Okay, let me grow out. Let me do the podcast. And then I think the next year I started the podcast. And then from there, I'm like, let me do more than that. Like, let me let me serve other people and get paid for it so I can show them how to do some of these things that I've learned to do on my own or that I've paid and got trained to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or some of these transferable skills I got from corporate America. So then I started doing that. But my calling, my life's purpose is gone through different spiritual seasons over and over and over again. And it's going to continue to do that. So let's sum up what some of these cycles are. Spring, you don't know what you're doing. You start discovering things. Summer, you get more clarity. You focus more sharply and niche down. Fall, you get rewarded and paid for your work. And then in winter, you do something that's really, really important. You reflect on what you've learned and invest back into you and impart into other people. This place, this introspection, this investing, this impartation sets the stage for where you'll go in the next place, in the next leg of your journey, in the next leg of your destiny. It does. Even when you and I got together, Dante, and we pulled back a bit and invested in some legal stuff that we needed to take care of. And then that next season our content blew up on Pinterest yeah. and all of a sudden it's getting exposed to millions of people. You hear me? Yeah. Millions of people and still is. So you hear us sharing these stories. You hear us sharing these experiences. I hope that you're taking this one thing away from it, that you can see patterns in your life and maximize the potential of that season because you can see the pattern no matter what. Oh, wow. Okay. So now let's go ahead and explain how to do it. If you don't know how to align yourself in your spiritual season, if you don't know how to do it, we're going to explain it right here. So if you know it's the spring season, volunteer to support the leader versus trying to be the leader. In spring, you need to try things because you don't know what you like. Here's a warning for you. Don't get so caught up in details. The details will come as you progress through each season. Because answers come with application, meaning as you learn and actually apply what you learn, you get more insight into what you're doing and what you need to do next. Now, if you know it's the summer season, don't pile too much onto your plate. You are already going to stretch yourself on many levels. Guard your yes, use your no vigorously. In summer, clarity comes and you focus. You niche down and focus. Don't be afraid to prioritize yourself more in this season. You have full permission to prioritize yourself. Put energy into what matters most and reserve your best for what's meaningful to you. Some people may not understand, but it could very well be time for you to withdraw from an internship, a job, or a volunteer position because you need to focus more, aka niche down on your next position in destiny. If you're in fall season, it's time to let your hair down. Relax, but not too much because enemies and competitors are always lurking, especially those friends sending friendly fire that ain't friendly. In fall, you do need to come out of hiding, excel, profit, lead. In winter, 
my only word for you is the end of a matter is better than the beginning. Things are coming to a close, so tie up loose ends because a new beginning awaits you, my friend. Impart what you've learned, curate it, record it, share it with someone, mentor, coach, give everything you've got. The world needs what your experience has afforded you, so give it to others. Leave it all behind with joy and know that a new beginning awaits you. I couldn't have said that more perfectly. And Dante, I'm tired. <laughs> okay, I am tired. So let's go ahead and wrap it up. Today, Dante and I have talked to you about spiritual seasons and how important it is to be aware of patterns that are happening in your life. And there are main patterns that all of us collectively experience, but then there are unique patterns in your life too that you need to pay attention to. Take what we've taught you and please make sure you apply it, especially that last part that Dante went over of what to do in each season. Take it and apply it so that you can maximize your potential no matter where you are. In spring, discover. In summer, do and gain clarity. In fall, reap and optimize what you're doing. In winter, reflect and impart. We hope that this episode triggers some original thought in you. We hope that those puzzle pieces are coming together in your mind and parts of your life are starting to make more sense. We hope that you now have a better grasp of where you are. I can't even say grasp because <laughs> I try to pronounce every syllable in words. I don't know what's wrong with me. Having listened to this episode today, we believe that you have more awareness of your spiritual season. We want you to think about that and then think about what you should be doing next. The world is waiting on you. They're waiting for what you got. Go. All right. Well, that's it. Be sure to go to the episode description for blog notes and ways to follow us. Also, do us a favor. If this message inspired you, please share it. So we super appreciate you all for listening today. Until next time, have the most amazing life. Bye. Spiritually, creatively, socially, spiritually, creatively, socially. Your skills and gifts and mold you